Drinks. Hey everybody, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. Today is a very special and strange episode. Yeah, it's really interesting. So it, instead of having one guest come and kind of hang out with us, and Betsy and I share stories and they share stories, we are at a retreat. That's right, we're speaking to you from bunk beds. Yeah, it's a little like prison. <laughs> But like a cute prison with lots of wood. Rustic prison. Rustic prison. With also lots of moms. Yes. It's 200 moms from our mom group. Yeah. We're just, all just hanging out, dancing, and it's so much fun. It's been awesome. And so part of it was we decided to put it out there and let moms sign up to tell us their shit shows. That's right. And that's what this episode is. Yeah. So it's like a speed dating, why mommy drinks story bonanza. Eleganza. Eleganza. So enjoy. Hey everyone, um, we are talking to Meg Williamson. Hi guys. Hi. <laughs> so Meg, would you please tell us what broke you? Wait, wait, can we ask how many kids do you have? <gasps> Thank you. Yeah, I have two. I have a four and a half year old and a nineteen month old. Oh. Um, and yeah. how? What are the gen- the sexes? Have, uh, my son is four and a half, and my daughter Ruby is. And she's crazy. And she's crazy. She's crazy. Great. <laughs> That's what they do, right? Like all in the second one. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what broke you? Well, um, so story that broke me. It was before my daughter was born. My son would just turn two. And um my dad and I had been estranged for a while, but <gasps> when I had my son, I was like, Let's you're a grandfather. Put my differences aside. Why don't you come out? And so getting close to the date I was like freaking out I was like I don't want him in my house I don't, we have a lot of beef and a lot of history I was like let's meet somewhere that I know he would enjoy himself and we could have a good time Las Vegas because that's the best place <laughs> to bring a two-year-old oh my god so my husband and my son and I drove out there and I'm like so nervous because I'm like you know I mean he's your dad we've got so much history yeah. um and so we get there and it was actually fine I mean he's kind of a narcissist and a little, uh, he's very braggery, if that's yeah. a word. And Braggadocious? So, yeah, yeah. So my husband had to go back early um, for work, and we knew this. So I was like, I'll have one night with my dad and my son, and then I'll go back the next day. And so my dad, as we're sitting on, you know, my husband just left. He's like, well, I feel like we should just go out gambling tonight. And I'm like, um, I have a two-year-old. I can't just go out. With the kid? Well, he's like, well, I mean, they've got babysitters here in Las Vegas. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and he's like, let's let's ask the concierge. So the concierge gave us a reputable service that they go to and a background check. And I'm like, I do like to gamble. So I was like, you know, this will be a nice end. I talked to the agency. They didn't seem like crackheads. So I was like, okay. So I called them. Um made an appointment my dad's like i'll pay for the Wait, babysitting you you look shocked to me i'm like this sounds great does this sound bad yeah it okay. sounds crazy to me this sounds to me i'm like people do this i don't know it's like i think the the layer of vegas makes me it's, like oh well, shit it's like you know it's a it, drug addict yeah oh to me i'm like people take their kids to vegas yeah and, leave them and with I, a I got on trip it makes, sense. It makes was, sense yeah it makes sense it's just i'm like you're yeah, all, this it is, is a awesome. stranger. Yeah. And yeah. Vegas is very family friendly these days. It really is. You've got is. the sharks, you got the tigers, you've got like all sorts of fun stuff to do during the day. Are those actual are animals that tigers? you can see? The shark reef, which is at I've Mandalay never been, Bay. I've never been. I've only seen it from like oh the my, hangover. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. So you walk in and it's like you're going through a tunnel and a surrounded ceiling and the sides is a reef of sharks. Oh. And you're walking through a shark tunnel. Okay. And then the tigers are from Siegfried and Roy. Okay. So this makes yeah. it un- a little bit less yeah. like, okay, so yeah. it's family friendly. Okay. Yeah. So, so we did you- that. Yeah. So we did that during the day. And then I'm like, okay. So we scheduled the babysitter and they're like, well, it's, you know, a three hour minimum. It's a hundred dollars. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay. Um, my dad's like, I'll pay for it. You know, we, it's my treat. So good. He should. He's in his room. We're staying in the same hotel. We're staying at the Rio and um, my son's running around playing and all of a sudden he just barfs like projectile barfs and i'm like oh no oh god and i'm by myself in the room with him and i'm like oh oh gosh so i start cleaning up and while i'm cleaning up one mess he's like barfs again and then i'm like and it's like every 10 minutes is like 
Oh, no. And I'm, like, getting, like, the towels from the spare linen closet. And I'm, like, trying to scoop up vomit. And in that time, knock on the door. It's the babysitter. And she walks in. And I'm, like, and my son seems okay. It's just that he's, you know, barfing. And then I'm, like, uh, then my dad's calling. Like, should I come down to the room? Are you ready to go? And I'm just, like, barf. And she walks in. And she's this meek little lady. And she walks in. She's, like, um, is that vomit? (laughs) What? Yeah, bitch, it's vomit. What? <laughs> I was like, um, yeah. What? Must have been something he's eaten. And she's like, well, I can't stay if there's vomiting. And then my dad shows up, and I'm like, Dad, Hank's sick. And he's like, well, he'll be fine. <laughs> oh, like, my gosh. Oh, yeah, this is why we We're don't talk a lot. Yeah. He's like, well, well, I mean, what are we going to – what do you want to do? Do you want to cancel the babysitter? And I'm like, I should be with my son right now. He's sick. And, and also, by like, myself. a babysitter doesn't want to watch a sick yeah. kid. So then she's like, well, you're still going to be charged the $100. <gasps> no. Boo. No. And she goes, well, it's a 24-hour cancellation notice. I'm like, what if the child's sick? Well, I was not able to take other work because I took this. <gasps> I mean, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, oh, that is the so worst. So my dad goes out and gambles <laughs> on the town. That was like my five. It cost you $100. cost him $100. Oh, well, oh, so you still had him pay. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Okay. I felt bad, and then I'm like, not bad enough to. <laughs> Meg, thank you. <laughs> thank oh, you for sharing that story. Bye. And then think about, like, if you have vomit in a hotel room. Like, oh, yeah, how, they... do you, do you, how do you give that to someone else to clean up? I called how the concierge. You... They came up, and they're like, we might have to charge you for the mattress. And I'm like, because they thought I puked. Fucking kidding they me? thought I got wasted and puked, because I guess uh, they deal with that all the time. I'm of like, course no, no, they no. do. It was my kid, not me. And they're like, okay, okay I guess that's different. Right. All right. Meg, <laughs> you're doing a great job. Tell her. Oh, you are. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Uh, Hi. Hi. Laura Menino is our guest Hello. right now. Hello. Welcome back, Thank Laura Menino. You. You, right, you might remember her from such stories as I got my car towed <laughs> uh-huh. my while my kid was very sick. <laughs> yes. Oh. Okay, there I'm being go. repositioned. Yep. Okay, yeah. I'm trying not to move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So You're having flashbacks for a while. So, yeah. Laura, tell yes. us what broke you. Uh, well, it was a moment I realized, you know what? I am a great fucking mom. Nice. And um, we were potty. Tra- I was potty training my son. So he's freshly potty trained and he finally pooped in the potty oh, and we were right. doing it a few times it was a big deal it was like the entire house won the Oscars and then he started to see a pattern in his poops and mostly his poops were shaped like hot dogs and he was very excited that he and his tushy can make hot dogs so this is what he assumes poop is always like so the way to get him on the potty was the anticipation that he's gonna make a hot dog <laughs> Like, let's go make hot dogs. Oh my god, this is disgusting. disgusting. Oh my god. Yeah. Like if hot dogs aren't already disgusting, but delicious, that takes like the delicious part. My kid would always be one of my sons would be like, that was a snake poop. What? My cousin says that. Yeah, she's she's a grown woman. (laughs) According to Dr. Oz, that's what your poop is supposed to look like. It's like the swirly, curvy poo is like a healthy poo. Oh, got it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think snake poos are different, right? Yeah. I think he just meant like hot snakes. Hot snakes. Ew, this is disgusting. Like coiled. That's okay. so gross, Laura. So, so anyway, so uh, he we go poo in the potty, and he gets so excited. He looks at the potty to see what he made, and it is not a hot dog at all. The opposite of a hot dog. More of a mound. The opposite and of a hot dog. And he started... A veggie burger? A veggie burger. A spinach cake, perhaps. This is the worst. And he went insane, <gasps> sobbing. <laughs> I wanted to make a hot dog. My tushy didn't make a hot dog. And just went out of his mind, just screaming into the toilet. <laughs> he didn't make a hot dog. And he was so like, I actually thought for a moment, I looked down at the poop, I looked at my hand, I looked down at the poop, and for a brief moment, I'm like, am I making a poop hot dog so my kid doesn't throw a <gasps> tantrum? Like Yo. that thought crossed my mind for 
half a second. That's just some like, crazy like, like, shit. Like a synapsis blue. A synapsis blue. And I thought, am I molding a poop hot dog so my kid could stop? Because <laughs> oh, my kid's oh my dreams are broken. God. I was heartbroken that his body did not. So at that moment, I realized I am a great fucking mom. Oh, Laura. Maybe not. Maybe just a really no, <laughs> delusional mom who, no. who spoils her children. Awesome. But yeah. Laura. So that's why I say we all have those moments. So just remember, no matter what. That's right. All the times that you don't like your children, you don't want to be around for them, you forget to make their lunch, you barely do their laundry, they're barely bathed, and you feel like a garbage mom. Just know, deep inside your brain, you would probably consider making your kid a hot dog poop. Oh, I don't think I'm any more special than anybody else. So we're all great. We're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. You're doing a great job, Matthew. Thanks, You're doing buddy. a great job, Amanda. You're doing a great job. <laughs> yeah. Yay. <laughs> Hi. This is Samantha Spieler. Hi. Hello. Hi. How many kids do you have? I have one. One mm, kid. How one old? Girl. Two one and a half. Almost. I, she's young enough that I'm still counting all the months. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be. <laughs> she's 29 months. <laughs> so it's probably it's time awesome. to stop. It's awesome. <laughs> like 29 months, three weeks, and Everyone one Everyone is like calculating math really quickly. Well, how old is her fucking kid? Uh, no one knows. <laughs> so what has broken you? Well, so lately she has become OCD. And <gasps> it is breaking me. Primarily that I am not allowed to wear my hair in a ponytail. Oh, she's go. Oh, yes. Yeah. And like, it's not just a little like I'm upset that, you know, immediately she sees it. If I even just like tie my hair in a knot. To, like, yes. Off my neck. Anyone listening should know. Samantha has beautiful hair. Yes. Thank you. But also it's her hair. <laughs> well, And it's just like when you're a mom, you want to get your hair out of your face and off yeah. your neck. And L.A. is really hot. hot. It's yeah. like, and literally I'll be at the museum sweating or at the zoo sweating or somewhere sweating, want to put my hair up and the, take your ponytail off. <gasps> That's what she says. Mama, take your ponytail off. And she repeats that over and over until she turns like bright red from anger. And it's like a full on tantrum about the fact that I have a ponytail until yes. I take it off. Yes. I've seen this. I know this. My best friend's daughter used to do it to her all the time. Yeah. It's really, it's really hard. She'd just be like, I just want to have my hair in a fucking ponytail. But it's like you, there's that fight between whether or not like you're going to be able yeah. to do what you want to do or have to deal with the tantrum. Yeah. yeah. And it's like every other, every two times I'm like, no. I'm going to just, yeah. it's my power. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. not going to let you decide. And then you you're have to end. Yeah. And then you have to endure the like, and it's like, a, you know, sobbing and crying. And it's really upsetting to her. I'm also not allowed to wear a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to wear a sweater? No. If I put like. Thank God you live in LA. I know, but we, we keep the AC up pretty high. And I like to wear a sweater in the morning. Take it off. Take Mama, it take off. it off. It's so Mama, take it off. Yeah, yeah. She's and I'm like, I'm like is it, and 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 it's like the it's hard in the moment because she's really upset and angry, and I'm just trying to live. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. right now, I have enough people telling me how to live. Yeah, I don't need my two and a half year old <laughs> also telling me I can't wear my hair in a ponytail or wear a sweater. And it's not just a ponytail, actually. It's anything but down. <laughs> I have to have it in a lo my long, like, hippie hair has to be down. Or else she has a problem. Yeah. Also, my husband is never allowed to take off his glasses. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if in the middle of the night she wakes up when he is asleep without his glasses on, dada, glasses. Dada, glasses. Dada, your face is weird. Yeah. yeah. That's like when my dad, every now and then, he would shave his mustache, and I was like, who the fuck are you? My dad shaved his mustache and didn't tell me, and I saw him, and I cried. Yeah. <laughs> it's disturbing. Yeah. I, like, remember trying to not show how upsetting it was. I'm still upset yeah. by it. I don't let me do. I I'm a grown-up, and I'm like, please, I don't like it when your face is yeah. bare. But you guys maybe know more than I do. Is this normal? I, I'm like, do <sighs> I also have to normal. worry that? Okay. Yeah. I think also like two year olds are like fucking little dictators and they want to control. They're like control freaks. And two year olds are kind of OCD, right? Well, here's the other thing, too. You, I mean, you just said it when you said, I don't know who you are without your mustache. It's the same concept. Oh, right. Like it's, it's her yeah. looking at you. Like, I know you this way. And so when you change it, 
it's not you don't feel but a the same. sweater a sweater well no, that's, that's who knows bet. what that is that's she's just she needs to well, I check think that because- no <laughs> I think she wants me to be like a cartoon character yeah. who's in the same outfit. She wants yes. me to be Daniel Tiger's mom yep. who wears the same outfit every day yes. and never changes anything yeah. and wakes up pants. in that outfit, goes home from the hospital after having a baby in that outfit. Did you see that episode? <laughs> she wears amazing. her pre-pregnancy slacks home walking. Oh, Lottie fucking dog. Right? Daniel right? Tiger's mom. <laughs> Everything's easier when you're a tiger. You know what else? What? You know, her husband's clearly a serial killer. <laughs> so, you know, whatever. Whatever floats your boat, lady. Samantha, you're doing a great job. Put your hair up. Yeah. Thanks, guys. But also, yeah, put your hair up. Put your, put hair, your up. hair up. Put your hair up. Put your hair up. Oh, Mama, put your hair up. Sw- <laughs> put that sweater on and put your hair up. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Folane. Folane's a clean beauty retailer. Uh, You know, in the U.S., the personal care industry is pretty much unregulated. There's no government oversight. uh, And a lot of really creepy, toxic things get into our facial cleansers, our moisturizers, our makeup, you know. And uh, and those toxins are scientifically linked to serious health issues, you know, like cancer. Um, But now we've got Folane. They are a better, healthy choice in beauty. Everything is full of real toxin-free ingredients that actually work so that you don't have to sacrifice sort of effectiveness, um, you know, looking good uh, to be healthy. So um, in order to, to be approved uh, for Folane, the products have to be safe. They have to pass this five-step approval process. They make sure that every ingredient they use plays a positive role in your health, okay? And everything is non-toxic, vegan, cruelty-free. It's suitable for all skin types. I was worried because I have really dry skin, but then I get acne. But everything felt really good. It made me look good. Um, You can go to their website, take a skin quiz, and anything that they send you that doesn't work, they will replace it with something that does, which I think is awesome. That tells me they really believe in what they sell and what they do. So there's free returns. That's amazing. So you can get a clean essentials kit. They sent me one. I love it. The Clean Essential Kit has trial sizes of like four kind of everyday non-toxic skin essentials. There's a cleanser, there's a toner, there's a moisturizer, there's a soap, and they all smell so good. I'm super weird about like scents, usually because normal everyday products have like so much perfume in them and that perfume sticks to you, you know? But the stuff that Folane sent us uh, in the Clean Essentials Kit, it all smelled really good. They smelled like natural ingredients. They were really refreshing. You know, just very like herbal smells like mint. And um, I really, really liked it. I honestly can say that. You can uh, get your own Clean Essentials Kit today um, for half off. So it's only $22. That's over half off. Just go to folane.com slash WMD. That's F-O-L-L-A-I-N.com slash WMD. And you can try the kit. Just enter WMD at checkout, and then you get free shipping as well. And that way you get that Clean Essentials kit over half off, free shipping, just because you told them that you know us. Oh, we're pretty fancy. Hey guys, it's Amanda. Um, this week we are sponsored by Lola, which is awesome. Lola's great because one of the least, one of my least favorite things to do is to go to the grocery store and once a month pick out uh, tampons or whatever else I need for my feminine hygiene care. It, there's just something about it that I've, I've never really embraced or thought was awesome about it. Lola makes it easy for me. I, all I have to do is go online to mylola.com, go through and choose a subscription. The, they have a fully customizable uh, interface there where you can figure out exactly what you need based on absorbency, quantity, and frequency. So you don't have to stand in line and have an awkward teenager have this great discussion with you about what kind of tampons you picked out that week. Instead, you can go online. When you order them too, one of the things that Lola does is with every purchase, they donate feminine care products to homeless shelters. So not only are you making your life easier, but you're helping someone else, which is pretty awesome. One thing that I found out recently that I didn't know is that the FDA doesn't require brands to disclose any of the ingredients in these things, which is kind of, I don't know, suspect. Uh, So you're basically just putting your trust in, in fancy packaging. 
But Lola, you know you're getting 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrance, or dyes. And here's the thing. You're putting that stuff in your body. You kind of want to know what it is. I don't know. So if you want to try Lola, go online, go on mylola.com for 40% off all of the subscriptions and enter the code WMD. When you subscribe, you'll get 40% off, which is pretty awesome. So not only do you get a deal, you get convenience and you get quality, quality that you know. So yeah, check it out. It'll make your life easier and maybe it'll help someone else in need. Hey everybody, joining us is Lori Elberg. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. So tell us, what has broken you? Wait, wait, wait. How many kids do oh, you yeah, have? Oh yeah, thank uh. you for remembering. Oh, well I have I have one kid. Uh-huh. Um, her name is Goldie. Uh, she's like three and a half almost. Uh-huh. And I she's that name. definitely an only child. <laughs> <laughs> um, something that's broke me. Uh, well... The uh, potty training I thought would break me, and I told another story. I told a story on an, another podcast about how my daughter pooped in a cup and was very excited. But oh, uh, like, like independently no. did that. Well, well, you uh, weren't like, please poop in this cup. Well, we were traveling, and okay. So she uh, on the airplane went to the potty and freaked out and never wanted to go to the potty again. <laughs> Is it because it flushes so loud? Yeah. Well. Because that flush is horrifying. Well, public potties for her were always um, very difficult. And I had to explain that there were flushing robots sometimes. Yes. Yeah, that that are friendly little helper robots. (laughs) This is terrifying me. I'm like, oh my God, what are you talking about? No, they're happy robots. You know the robots? They collect your shit. So when you're turning around and you sit down, they're there. An automatic flusher, like to a kid. Sounds much cooler. Zero one, zero one. (laughs) shit here i see you <laughs> i see you pee i see you pee <laughs> good job everyone <laughs> so wow i went to second grade humor yep though. yep yep that wasn't that didn't take long oh yeah so she was traumatized by that um and that was then i then we were on a trip and she was like i'm not going in any potty and i had my i, I lugged the like elmo potty seat and, mm. and we're at my brother's house and i'm like you know your uncle poops here your cousins poop here it's okay to poop here and she was still not having it it's not a like, public restroom it's just no, a- it's, it's uncle jeffrey's house you know <laughs> just the house yeah so she wouldn't even poop there but then uh, we got the brilliant idea to get like a red solo cup uh-huh. and we went into the bathtub and i was and she peed in the cup and she was so happy with that and i'm like that is a genius solution because there's cups everywhere. And oh my gosh. there we go. But then that went on for a couple of oh, times. She is going to be so good at going to the bathroom when she gets to college. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, so then, you know, we did it a couple of times in the cup. And then, yeah. You drink then- beer out of this? You realize, like, oh, my family does things a little different. <laughs> got it. Okay, got it. But anyway, so then I, I was surprised that um, she's. I thought she was peeing. She started pooping in the cup, and I must have given it away with my face that I was surprised. Yeah, yeah. And then she looked up at me and, like, with like her doe eyes, like, did I do something wrong? Oh god. And she's like, I want to poop in a cup. I want to poop in a cup. Crying tears down her down her eyes like hysterical but anyway so now we're in oh my god okay so so we got over that we got home she went back to going in the potty at at home but uh the fear of public bathrooms lasted for the next like seven months and she's just just now getting over it and like we went to disneyland okay so she would not go to the bath like disneyland has this whole mother's room where they you can i pumped in there there. you can pump in there it's lovely like it's like victorian decorated like with very lovely place so we tried to take my daughter to the potty there and they're little potties and i explained i was like they're just like they're at school it's not a flushing robot go at school yeah she goes at school at home and i said there's no flushing robot because now i have to check every bathroom and tell her if there's a flushing robot or not but anyway so we're at Disneyland and we walk in there and she gets one step in and turns around and starts banging on the glass, screaming, let me go, let me go, let me go. At Disneyland, people thought I kidnapped her. Like oh, she's screaming, no. like horrified by public restrooms. And like the, all the nursing mothers are like, uh, you know, 
we, you know, uh, you're scaring my baby. All these babies are. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. And then all the people she, that are she's changing. that big you're giant tantrum in there where they're all in there quietly, peacefully yeah. taking care of their little children. Yeah. Trying to change their children's diapers. Can you diapers. stop kidnapping that kid exactly. so my baby will nurse so yeah. I can go ride Dumbo? <laughs> Happiest place on earth, except for in the bathroom when your child is screaming, I've been kidnapped, you know. Oh, oh man. And normally I can like, you know, laugh off the judgy looks because let's face it, you're going to get it anyway. And, yeah. you know. Yes. But this one, it hit home. It's like, you know, happiest place on earth, you know. And Disneyland. other moms gave you a look. Other Come moms on. gave me a look. But, but at the same time, you know, you have a nice, you finally quiet your child. And then this kid comes in and screams, you know. Ah, fuck but, it. Yeah, Lori. Caca. 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 You're doing a great job. Caca at moms who have get stuck in those situations and feel like their kids oh. are screaming and freaking out everywhere. And they're just and they're alone the only and they're like, God damn it. Why am I the only one that's had this is happening to? And everyone else is looking at you like, what's, what is that? What is happening? It's mm-hmm. the worst feeling. And so we so we always say Ca-ca! oh so it's like a bird call high five yes right. you yes. got this. the ornithological yeah. uh, fist bump right. we're all gonna be there <laughs> yes. eventually it happens to I everyone. don't even know oh, if that's yeah. the study of birds is that the study I, I think don't... it is I was very impressed I think that's right <laughs> sometimes I say stuff that but I say it confidently so that it sounds like I know what the hell I'm talking about yeah. but, I yeah. think we all do that yes all right Laurie thank you for joining us welcome bye bye great job thank you you are too Kaka. Hey. Hey, Ann Jensen Smith is our guest. Yeah. Hello. Hi, Hi, everybody. I'm so excited to uh, to be talking on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. This is very exciting. How many Thanks kids do you have? I have two, uh, both boys ages two and five. Oh. Yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah. So they're like in full <laughs> wiener playing mode. Like, yeah. Just like, <laughs> they gumby that shit. Like, just pull it out. It's like puppetry like, of the penis 24-7. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how far it can stretch. It's like Stretch Armstrong. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. So. <laughs> so what has broken you? Okay, so my kids break me on a daily basis. But what has broken me is because, you know, like, as a mom, I feel like I need to teach them socially appropriate things, yes. right? Because maybe our parents, I don't know, they, like, yes. possibly skipped some of that stuff. And so I feel like, okay, I got to put this, like, feminist shit into their brain. So, and because I live in a household of boys, yeah. right? Yeah. And I also live in Texas, which is just... Oh, like, you live it, in Texas? It's extra pressure. I'm Texas by LA, so yeah. moved to Texas oh. three years ago. Yeah. Oh. So extra, extra feminist pressure on me. So I feel like every time the boys bring up like a conversation, my five-year-old mostly, I feel like, okay, shit, I'm on. I need to, this is the moment that I need to teach him this. Mm -hmm. So there's two conversations that I've had that I don't know. Like I still think about them and I'm like, did I do it right? Did I do this right? So one conversation was my two girl. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean like, and they hit you over the head with this, like, just come home from school and be like, what is die? Yep. And you're like, yeah. yeah. I just, like, I'm tired. Can we do this later? Yeah. But they don't do it later. No. They'll just hit you over the and head with like, it. Oh, so God. Kids go and poop, and I have to sit with them. This is, that's a whole long story. But um, so, and he just goes, so he comes out with, like, my first setup, which is, boys like blue and girls like pink and I was oh like okay my. this is I think I'm on yep. I think this is one of my moments oh. <laughs> mom you're on this I'm is on. a moment and so I'm like okay um where where'd you hear that and he's like I don't know I just boys blue is a boy color and pink is a girl color I'm like all right tell me more and he's like I'm like do you like the color pink and he's like yeah I'm like well you know all colors can you you can wear all colors you can like all colors and he's like mommy I don't have any pink clothes. And I was like, God damn shit. He just like oh. called me out. So like, that's how they learn from that. Yeah. Like he called me out. I'm totally. Never buy me. So the second one was like, brought a quick existential crisis to me. And, um, so the second one, um, he was talking about like comparing boys to girls. And I was like, do you think one is better than the other? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, well, well, which one do you think is better than the other? And he's like, girls are better than boys. Oh, And so existential crisis, right? Because oh, I yeah. want to be like, yes, girls are better than yeah. boys. But like, I want to <laughs> yeah, like overcompensate right. that. So when it yeah. sort of swings, when when society swings it back into, yeah. yeah. So I want, like, I want him to go out, but like going along with my beliefs of like, no. Yeah. 
calm down, Anne. Yeah. And so I was like, you think mommy's better better than you? And he's like, yeah, you think mommy's better than your brother? Yeah, you think mommy's better than daddy? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, god damn, existential crisis number two. <laughs> mommy's not better than any of you. Yeah. You are like the best you. I'm the best mommy. You're the best whatever. <laughs> but I so badly wanted to walk away from that going like, mommy's so much better than you. Yeah. <laughs> I worked so hard. I've kept you alive. That's right. But so those are my stories. Like yeah. when I feel on as a parent, like yes. those those like, like things that I have up, to don't teach fuck it up. them. I'm like, oh God, here I go. Yeah. You're on, Anne. God damn it. That's yeah. my kids when they're want, like, yeah, what's so. God? Or like, Ooh. yeah, like, uh. Oh, we've got so we get that a lot in Texas, and then I tried to explain, and then my five year old goes like Godzilla, and I was like exactly like Godzilla. yeah, <laughs> just keep saying that because like we're Godzilla like yeah, end. we're basically the two atheists in Texas. So my husband and I, <laughs> yeah. and so it's like so there's huge churches, and he's like, yeah. what's that? It's a church. People go there and they talk about God. What's God? Godzilla. They talk about Godzilla. <laughs> that is the oh, end. They do. Eat so your funny. yogurt. So and those are my stories. Thank you. Oh, yeah, thank that you was so great. Hard. I appreciate those, it. Those moments are hard. So are. I mean, you're 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 doing a great job. You're I, doing a great job. Those are hard you. conversations, yeah. <laughs> and they're stressful, and you never see it coming, no. and it's always a surprise. You know, I'm you gonna stop know. stressing about them now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I did it. I put something out there. You put something Dude. out there. I mean, no, I'm that, sure it was. You could have easily just been like, "Yep, I am." Women Mommy are better. Is yeah. Better than you. <laughs> yep. Okay. I'll Thanks. get a T-shirt that says it. Mommy's Thanks, better because she yeah. wears pink. Thank you. Guys so much. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right. Joining us now is Heather Janoff. Hello. Hi. 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 How many kids do you have? I have two kids. My son is seven, and my daughter just turned four. Can I out you as the uh, as a person that was a per- as in a, one of the stories that was on the show? Yeah, my <gasps> husband, yes! Christopher Johnson, told the story of when we called the police on our four year old son <laughs> yeah, yeah. to get him to stop crying. You're my hero for that story. Yeah. it's one of my uh-huh. favorite stories. Yeah. And so. then when the cops left, we turned to him. That was totally true. And we were like, you see what happens when you won't stop yeah. screaming for an hour? I love that story the so much. The police come. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> so Heather, tell us what has uh, broken you. So this story is from last winter, actually, from January. Um, I flew, me and my husband and our two kids flew back to Boston to be with my in-laws for three weeks. It was about four degrees outside. Holy shit! Three weeks. Three weeks. Oh. It was like it was two weeks. It was over that like Christmas into New Year break. Yeah. Um, we had a great time, but it was really cold. That's very cold. It was very cold. We were scheduled to come back on like Wednesday the third or something like that of January, because my son was having a birthday and he had a birthday party scheduled for Saturday. So my husband had to leave early for work, so I ended up staying with my two kids. My mother and father-in-law's house, who I love. And we're scheduled to leave Thursday morning and superstorm whatever. What were they calling it? A Sandy. thunder? No, it was a it was a snowstorm. It was yeah. like a thunderstorm, they were calling it or something. Oh yeah. Do you yeah. remember this? Yeah. 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 Like a blizzard. A yeah. really intense blizzard. But a thunderstorm blizzard. Right. Yeah. What the fuck did they call that? Yeah, it was like something, thunder cloud. Thunder or cloud. Or it thunder was storm. Very yeah. No. Thunder snow? Yeah. Yes. yes. Thunder snow. Which is also just like a ride at Six Flags, probably. Yes. Thunder snow. Or like a He-Man <laughs> ripoff video. So um we it's scheduled to come and so Wednesday night, this is scheduled to come on Thursday, and we have a 7 a.m. flight, and everyone's like, you're going to get out, you're going to get out, you're going to get out. And, of course, they cancel it Wednesday night. And because they've canceled everything in advance, they can't rebook us until Saturday morning. Our <gasps> birthday party is bought and paid for back in Los no. Angeles at 3.30 on Saturday. So I'm losing my mind. We're like, okay, fine. Come Thursday morning, doesn't even snow. We could have gotten out. <gasps> Fury. Fuck. Fury. But we're there, and it's fine. So it's me and my two kids, my husband's parents, who I love. However, the snow starts, and we can't leave. We are t- it is absolutely insane <gasps> So outside. you could have gotten out, and now you can't. And now we can't. Great. Cool. Oh, and because my husband was leaving us and I was going to be traveling with the kids, we had sent basically everything because oh. we were only staying oh, for, shit. like, a day. So I had, like, one pair of underwear. Uh. And, like, we had no clothes. We had no toys. We were stuck in a complete blizzard. It was freezing outside. 
Right. So we're stuck in this house now and we make it through the majority of the day. I'm like doing the dance, keeping the kids busy. Let's do this. Let's do this craft. Starting to lose my mind. Halfway through the day, I get my period. No. No, no, no. Unexpectedly. No supplies in oh, the of house. Course. Oh, no. Oh, no. Of course. We cannot leave. Like, oh, to the point where, no. like, it was like a warning. Like, you're not, a, it was an emergency warning. You couldn't walk. You couldn't see. Winds were, like, 90 miles an hour, whatever. This is a up. nightmare. Yeah. My mother-in-law is in menopause. There's nothing in the house. Hold on. I cut up one of my yes. daughter's pull-ups. Yes. Yes, you did. As a pad. Yes, you did. Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> You fucking MacGyvered that shit. It was one of those moments where I was looking at it and I was like, is this where, is this, is this what I'm going to do? This is what I'm going to oh. do. This is the last shred of my, oh. <laughs> so i wearing my daughter. I wouldn't awesome. have even cut it. I would have just been like, I guess you it's just, just like. You just worn it, like pulled it up? No, I mean, like, would I would have cut that. I would have pulled it off the sides and then just worn it like in a giant pad, I think, probably. It was humiliating. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh my God. So we got, uh, you know, we get through the rest of the day. Friday comes. We've kind of got a day to kill and prep. I'm able to get supplies. The snow has stopped. It's still intense outside, but at least we can do a few things. And we are now scheduled to leave uh, 6.59 a.m. on Saturday. We're going to be up at 3.45 a.m. And if everything works out perfectly, we'll land at noon and get to his party at 3.30. Holy shit. I'm like on edge. I'm really, really anxious. No shit. So Friday night. My daughter, who is three at the time, has been complaining that her vagina hurts throughout oh, the day, God. which happens sometimes yep. to yep. little girl vaginas. Yeah. Um, and as the day is going on, she starts telling us how much it hurts when she pees. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And there are more and more signs that this child has a UTI. So around 7 p.m. the night before, she's trying to pee and she is screaming in pain. And my daughter <gasps> oh, is no. tough as nails. Like, she doesn't, Lola has an insanely high tolerance for pain so when she is broken like this like something is wrong so I write into the mom's group that we're all part of and I'm like can I just give her cranberry juice like what do I do we're supposed to be on an airplane in six hours you know and a ton of women rightfully so were like you need to go to urgent care right yeah fucking now yeah and I've had a UTI it's horrible yeah so I'm like let's go so my father-in-law drives us oh and I tried to call my pediatrician in LA to be like she clearly has a UTI we have to be up at three in the morning yeah Can you just call some they yeah. refused to call anything Ugh. in for her they said she needed a urine culture I was like do you understand I'm in the middle of a snowstorm in Boston a place everything is closed it's 8 p.m. nope they wouldn't help me so we drive to some random part of whatever town we're in to the only open urgent care that's for adults <clears throat> to test her to get a pee test yeah so they need my three-year-old who's uh screaming in pain every time she has to pee to pee into a tiny cup oh great on an adult toilet cool in a weird urgent care <laughs> <laughs> so i'm now in the bathroom with her for about 25 minutes oh, on no. my knees holding her little butt over this toilet with one hand, holding the little cup to catch her pee in the other hand. Sweating buckets. While she cries because she doesn't want to let it out. Oh, it hurts. Of course. And I've I've given her like liters and liters (gasps) to drink of juice. So there's so much. So So there's so much. And I'm literally sitting there being like, baby, just let the pee pee out. Baby, just let the pee pee out. And she's like, what? It was a nightmare. She finally gets out a couple drops. They test it. It's positive. Did you just go, a doy? Yeah, I was like, give me the medicine and let's get out of here. So we get home. I get the kids in bed. She's got her antibiotics. She's got everything. I pack up everything. We're going to be up at 3.30 and we're going to go. So we get up. We get to the airport. We get through Boston, through Logan Airport. I'm super panicked. We get on the plane. Everything is good. We have a layover in Chicago. (laughs) We get to Chicago. If we have to get to, like, the next gate and we've got – whatever time 30 minutes to do it or something and if we get on that flight at 9 a.m we will make it to la in time to make the birthday party right so we get there and i get up to the gate and they're like oh it's been delayed 30 minutes fine mm-hmm. it's been delayed 60 nope. minutes fine mm-mm, mm-mm. it's been delayed 90 minutes mm-hmm. so no. i finally mm-hmm. i've got my kids like i give them the tablets i'm like sit here on the seats and I'm going to go up to the gate, and I'm just sort of talking to this person. No one is even there. Finally, like, a pilot comes out, and he's like, oh, it's, it's you know, it's something to do with the crew being overbooked, so they're just going to cancel this. <gasps> There's another one leaving for L.A. at 10 a.m. It's still on time. It happens to be, like, four 
gates over, not gates over, like in a different letter, like very far yeah. away. Right. But you could get on that and you would still make it, but we won't rebook you. You have to go Fuck to you. the rebooking. And I'm like, I have two kids right here. And this guy actually says to me, ma'am, I've seen people do the walk with five kids. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. So what? Wait, fuck that fucking fuck that fucker. Yeah. They won't help me. I'm like, can you just pick up the phone and call? They would not help me. I had this moment where I went and I sat down. It was very crowded. And you know, you're like in those uh, airport seats at the gate. And my kids mm-hmm. were like on their tablets. Mm-hmm. There was nowhere to sit. They're the most uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I sat down on the floor and mm-hmm. I put my head in my hands and I cried. Oh, Like people were staring at me. I just sat there and I cried. Yeah. And I was really, it was the most broken I think I have ever felt oh. as a parent. And I cried for like, a couple minutes, and then I was like, fuck this, finding the rebooking phones. And I stood up, and I was like, kids, we're going to go. And they were like, we're tired. My daughter's like, my pee-pee hurts. She's like oh holding gosh. her crotch. Like, babies, we can do this. Like, pack up the tablets. I'm holding hands. We're going to go. We make it to the rebooking phones, which are like a five-minute walk away. And it's literally like an old-school payphone, right? It's mm-hmm. like tethered to a no way. thing. No mm-hmm. And my kids are, I'm like, sit on the seat, sit on the seat, don't move. And they're kind of playing, and he's seven, so he's, like, making her happy. I'm like, just, I'm talking to this woman on the phone, and I'm begging her to rebook me. And, like, my daughter has a urinary tract infection. I'm crying again. Yeah. I've cried all over this airport <laughs> Like, you're right telling now. the rebooking person. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm like, she bladder, you know. Yeah. And as I'm talking, I look over, and they're playing. I see my three-year-old daughter start to, like, stand up in the chair. Nope. And nope. with no, that, no. she, like, loses her footing tumbles forward and lands on her face (gasps) oh piercing scream i'm still on the rebooking phone i'm like do you hear my daughter oh my god he was like your book just go just go yes i scoop her up there are people everywhere no one helps oh. me. Fuck that whole airport. Fuck you, Chicago. Fuck Chicago. <laughs> no one came to, to no one help me. you when you were no. crying. So I pick, I like, scoop up why my did, daughter. No one came by just to be like, no. Can I help you? No. Are you all right? I felt like I was in like the end of a war movie. Yeah. So I'm carrying her in my arms. <laughs> She's screaming. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm like, my son is like, why isn't anyone helping us? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was so dramatic. We finally got to customer service and found some very nice women who gave us an ice pack for her black eye. We're like, it's really far. Let's get you a wheelchair so your kids could ride in a wheelchair to the the next gate, which was like a 15-minute walk. So they pushed the kids in the wheelchair. We made it. We got on the plane. We landed at 1 p.m. We were home by 2.30, and we made it to the goddamn birthday party. Success! did it you're doing a great job to this day my seven-year-old son will like every few months be like mommy remember that time you yeah. cried all those times in that <laughs> airport <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was great thanks heather oh. thanks ladies laura everly is our guest right now hello, hello. hi guys hello. thanks how for many, joining us how many kids do you have i have a four-month-old boy and a two and a half-year-old boy Oh, what, four months into an... <gasps> yes. She's in the shit. I'm in it. Oh, she just walked shit. in with a... <laughs> with a bag of breast milk. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first time. That's a first. <laughs> that is. That's, that's a why a mommy drinks first. Yeah. <laughs> the pumping cabin is shockingly far away from the refrigerator, you guys. Oh, no. So I keep wanting to walk. I keep, like, joining activities with, like, breast milk and cow. And I'm like, yeah. I'm headed to the fridge later. <laughs> it's been... This has been awesome on this retreat because I've seen so many people pumping in places yes. you normally wouldn't. Like, yes. on the dance floor last night, there was a mom dancing with her while oh pumping oh, I love it. at I the love same it so time. Much. Like I was like, okay, I've never seen that. All right. Yeah. We're a little behind okay. schedule. Sorry. So Sorry. let's get to it. Yeah. What has broken you? What has broken me? Um, okay. So when my first was around eight months, my acting teacher at the time was shooting a feature film and had sort of like coerced me into using my baby in his film <laughs> and my kid had started to do a couple commercials here and there like some real family stuff he did a couple things on his own and I was like you know give me the college money this is great yeah but then there was no like money involved but I was I was feeling very like 
people pleasy and yeah. wanting to be on like my acting teacher's good side. And I agreed to this was like the biggest mom mistake I ever did was I agreed to have my baby do this feature. So then he, he hands me the script. He, he sends the script, but I'm too fucking tired. To you can curse. It, you can swear. You can curse. To read it or do anything. But I'm just like. I'm sure whatever it is, it's a baby. It's probably just like the baby's being a baby because everything you've done up until that part was just like he's playing the right. role of the baby. Yeah, like, there's nothing. Re- you know, I didn't what, really. But don't what's have to he learn. gonna say and how should he feel? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. really want to read the script because who has the time? Oh yeah, because anyway. you have a fucking baby. Right. So then, I, so then they send the call sheet the day before, and it's in Lancaster, and I'm like, what? Wait, is that in Pennsylvania? It's it's like like on the way to Joshua Tree, kind okay, of. Okay, so like it's far. California. Okay. It's like past Valencia by okay. like four, 30 minutes. Like the yeah. lion will be there at six. Um, so yes. you be there at seven. What? It was really, it's just like far away. Like way more than I ever yeah. like committed, like realized I was committing to. And yeah. I just got an electric car. Ooh, and I also just upgraded to a convertible car seat because I had a really tall, big baby. And I, this sounds dumb, but I like didn't know how to like, um, convert the cars, get set up the car seat yeah. in a different car, yeah. or like trade cars with someone. It was the night before, so I, I was like, I'm just gonna hope that my electric car is gonna make it. And I calculated the miles, <gasps> oh, and it was a 60 mile drive there. Yeah, and I apparently had 110 miles on my car, but I <laughs> did not. So anyway, I take off to Lancaster with the baby, and I can see it just draining, draining. No, draining. no, no, no. And I'm going uphill, and there's like wind, and I'm like, Shit. I'm not gonna make it. So I pull over at like Pyramid Lake, which is like this weird no man's land off like the five. And I'm trying to, to get power because I brought my charger with me to plug in my car. And some like random woman is trying to help me. The baby's crying. I'm doing like diaper changes like on the street. Oh, and I'm, no. I'm calling production being like, I don't know if I'm going to like make it. And they're like, whatever. Anyway. I couldn't, I couldn't get my car charged. I'm like, I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to like hope that like there's an angel on my side and I'm going to get there and on set. They're going to get me power and it's going to yeah. be fine. Yeah. It was not fine because the, the address they gave me oh, no. was like wrong and my GPS no! totally wigged out no! and I went past no! set, which by the way, set was literally like a dirt mountain. Okay. My car completely runs out of miles oh, and no. I'm in the middle of the desert with an eight month old hungry crying baby no 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 and I'm like fuck I'm the worst mom that's like, terrifying what have I done like I don't even want to do this this isn't like why am I doing this why am I here so then I'm calling production and they they come and they find me and all this stuff about the car seat and me not want I'm worried I'd put the car seat in wrong if I traded cars with somebody else in the end, I get literally like picked up in like a minivan, right. and I'm just holding my baby, <laughs> no car seat, no. and I'm brought to set. And there is, oh, and then and then a PA takes my car to go get charged, like at a charging okay. station, like 40 minutes away. Great. There is. This is like a dirt mountain, you guys, and it is hot, and there is no shade. <gasps> What? There's nowhere to put the baby down. What? There's nowhere to like lie the baby down safely and like change like, a we're diaper have a baby or breastfeed. But we're not gonna have anything to sit on. I have, will never make this mistake again. I will ask all the questions if I ever agree, and I, and I won't ever agree for my baby to do something without a paycheck. But I. Oh my like, god! It was for free. It was for free. Oh. And I never even like. I just assumed they would have everything he'd done was like an honest commercial, like things that were like legit, and there was like baby wranglers and studio teachers like I had no idea that it was going to literally just be like a desert mountain okay it gets worse so I'm like stressed out I'm like trying to shade him my car is like god knows where I'm like trying not to cry and they're like okay we're ready for the baby the scene this is what I get for not reading the script it's two it's a gay couple great fine one of them is in like full-on drag in a, a like a prostitute outfit like crazy lingerie I'm like okay I'm cool I'm open-minded the scene is one of them getting a blowjob, and it's my baby is kidnapped, like raising Arizona style. He's like a kidnapped baby, and his main scene is watching a nope. blowjob. Nope. No. No. And he's like laughing and like watching this like like scandalous no. sex act from the car. This, and then there was another scene where like oh my they're like running off with the baby like post kidnap. <gasps> And the baby, <laughs> I was like, 
you know when you're like, I know I need to run, like I know yeah. I need to say <laughs> like, but no, I should leave. I should go. I should so leave. So far in, yep. and my car, yep. I couldn't go because I didn't have a be, car. And you want to be nice and I all of that. Nice. And I literally didn't. And I had to wait for my car to charge right. at you a station. Were literally trapped there. There was nowhere to be like, go. No, we're not doing this. So you were like, I guess he'll do the blowjobs. So we did. Yes, my kid will do the blowjobs. So my kid, my eight poor eight month old. Was subjected. I've never. They ruined his eyeballs. You guys, I never even told my husband <laughs> that it was like. <laughs> I knew he was just gonna be like Lara. What? The <laughs> thinking. <laughs> like, I never told any because I was so ashamed that I I had missed right the like things along the way to like like yeah. I didn't ask the right questions. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I got myself in the desert without a car with my son witnessing a blowjob scene. Um so that that happened then and then the PA by the way put the emergency brake on the whole drive back to get my car oh, to no. set. Jesus. So it was like oh, burned no. rubber. Oh my god. Like brakes shredded. And I was just crying the whole way home. The feeling like the worst mom in the world. Oh god! Like I had violated my son in so many ways, damaged my car for what? I don't even know. But literally, just worst day, worst parenting day. Oh, oh that's my that's my that story. is epic. That is epic. it was really <clears throat> really epic. Well, you are doing a great job. Thank Laura. you. And I also just wanted to say that I have a I had my first one was a thirty two weeker, oh. and I listened to your episode about preemies, and I was crying in the car. Oh. Because it is like it's a thing when you have a baby that comes that early and in the NICU, Mm -hmm. and it's such a different. I just my second one was full term, and it's night and day. Yeah, Yeah, it's a night and day different experience Mm -hmm. from the birth to taking them home and leaving leaving the hospital without your baby is something I'll never forget. And so I just wanted to say I've been there. Thank you. Oh, thank yeah. you. I'll give you a hug. Yeah. You're doing great. Job. Was that the, the was the 32 weeker the one that did the blowjob scene? Oh yeah. Yeah, yes. see, it all worked out. <laughs> it all worked out. He's doing right. just fine. <laughs> go, go find a refrigerator for your breast milk. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so if you like the show, subscribe to us, rate it, review it, tell some people about it, tell your mom group, tell your best friend. Also, like us on Facebook, join us in our Facebook group. There's like Tons of listeners in there hanging out. It's super fun. Follow us on Twitter at Mommy Drinks Show. And also, please send us your parenting nightmares. We want to hear them. Email them to us at whymommydrinkspodcast at gmail.com. And also leave a message on our hotline. Stop it with your shit show. 424-279-8842. My mommy drinks. TMZ E MTV Refinery29 What do all these companies have in common? They bring you celebrity news and they didn't hire me. You know I had to do it to them. That's why I bring to you Extra Extra on Campfire Media Podcasting Network. Extra Extra is a hot buffet of all the delicious celebrity news and gossip you want and need. According to me, because my opinion is the only one that matters, obviously, tune in every Tuesday as my guests and I share our unwanted and unfiltered opinions on all your favorite celebs. No celeb is safe. I'm looking at you, Mila Kunis. Listen now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Campfire.